0: My name is John, and this is my good buddy, Andy, and you're listening to the Packers Blitz Podcast, the podcast done by two diehard Packer fans who survived the dark times of the 1980s, Packers football, and lived to talk about it. This podcast is dedicated to the world's greatest fans, Packer fans. So this is show 50, oh, 50, woo, yeah, woo that
1: day. <laughs> awesome john congratulations
0: congratulations to you my friend uh can you believe we're already here at 50 shows and the great thing is um before um i cry i shed a little tear i i can't believe it that we're already here we've had so much fun through the ups and downs of the packers um and i love doing my show with my good buddy andy And it makes the ups and downs easier when we're talking about Packers. it's We've said it before, it's therapy for us. It
1: is.
0: (laughs) And so, Andy, uh, 50 shows, buddy. What do you think?
1: Yeah, 50 uh, Packers Blitz episodes, 50 episodes of us giving you true Packer fans straight talk. We won't always be right, (laughs) especially about the outcome of last Sunday's game. Yes. But that's okay. I will speak for John and myself on, on this. We love the Green Bay Packers. Uh, they're our team and always will be. We love being diehard fans of the greatest NFL franchise with the greatest fans. And most of all, we love doing this podcast in a way that that is all about giving you the facts, giving you honest opinions, and maybe... You know, make you all fall in love with the Packers even more. So, John, any thoughts well, on that? Well said, my friend.
0: Okay, no, uh, awesome. and and they've been uh, they've been here with us. People have been listening from the beginning. Thank you so much. And people are listening now. Maybe you're trying out this show. Understand? Again, we're not professionals. We're not in a big studio. We're not having ESPN back us. <laughs> we are just two guys. Just talking football, having a great time, living through the ups and downs. And, yes, we're going to make mistakes, like Andy saying Joe a Kelly lot. instead of Jim Kelly. Yeah. Well, it was quarterback in the 80s. Yep. Me saying Tucker, I don't know what the hell I'm saying.
1: Tyler Kraft <laughs> or Tucker Kraft or, Yeah. <laughs> So I right. screw
0: up his name. Yeah, we screw Christian up his name. Christian Watson.
1: Uh, Christian Watson's from uh, North Dakota.
0: North Dakota.
1: North Dakota State. State. I think that's like Division Two, isn't it, or something? That's or Division, Division Two. Yeah.
0: Okay. So anyway, yes, and and sometimes you're gonna hear clicks and pops, and you're gonna hear pauses, <laughs> and you're gonna hear weird stuff. Yeah. Uh, funny comments people said about us, which I think is really funny. That just came in today. Uh, on YouTube, someone made fun of my hairline, and it wasn't Andy.
1: <laughs> so
0: <laughs> I love that. Make fun of my hairline. That's okay. I hey, that's okay. And one person, and I'm sorry, Andy, but one person said you sound constipated sometimes, and I no. don't know where that's
1: coming I, from. I get that. I get that a lot at <laughs> home. So that could be the case. So between <laughs> that's my, funny.
0: Yeah, yeah, my hairline going back and <laughs> my hey, constipation.
1: <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's Bring awesome. I I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, John. That's that's funny.
0: It is. Glad funny. They,
1: I'm glad our friends brought that up too. They need to do that, yeah. they need to poke it's fun okay. at us, and that's fine. There's no, yeah, that's, that's
0: fine. We're old dudes, we can take it, man. We're, yes. we're not in our 20s anymore, where we're nope. like,
1: or our 30s or our 40s. <laughs>
0: so again thank you so much packer fans and again i always end up every episode saying this but please support us please subscribe uh hit five stars um make sure youtube uh spotify wherever you listen to packers blitz on your favorite hosting site please you know give us comments hey make fun of me that i've gained weight i don't care that's all right i'm trying buddy uh, you know, Mark
1: Murphy, John wants to hear from you, so make sure you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Mark Murphy, me and you are going to
0: get a couple uh, two pays, um, but that's okay. It, we love that, you know. I, as long as as long as your comments are in good taste and good natured, that's that's fine. Andy and I are are loving that. So
1: again, it's a family show.
0: It's a family show, so please, like I said, rate us five stars, subscribe to us. Wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, give comments. Uh Packers Blitz80 at gmail.com. So
1: so yeah, you, I did want to mention one thing, on. you know, like if he thinks I'm constipated, he should listen to Mark Murphy, right? <laughs> so okay. <laughs> yes. Moving on. Moving
0: on. So yes. we have a new we have a new thing. We like to try new things here on Packers Blitz to start their podcast. We can do whatever the heck we want. That's so right. one thing. After the game, uh, which we'll get into, yes, we won, thank goodness, but, you know, we'll talk about that soon. So one of the things I said, let's have a question and answer called Ask Andy. So this is a new thing. We'll try it out uh, from time to time, see what you guys think. We're always willing to try stuff. So my first question, Andy, after Sunday's stellar performance, do you think, Jordan Love is the next Packers franchise QB. Andy, what do you think?
1: My response, oh, <clears throat> if I can speak. Okay, so the jury is uh, is still out. Uh, we've kind of said this before. I personally will not make an assessment until after the season is over. Uh, I, you know, err on the side of caution, fanatics <laughs> out there, uh, Packers fans, and that's what fans are fanatics. Um, they Facker fans need to realize that Jordan love is a work in progress. So to speak, Mm -hmm. the full body of his work is incomplete. You cannot Mm -hmm. make a rash judgment, uh, based upon one somewhat stellar game against a chargers defense. That is at times one of the worst in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, let me now read you all a poem that kind of <laughs> indicates whether or not I think if I can speak, <clears throat> I think Jordan Love may be the Packers quarterback of the future. John, mm. I'm gonna take a quick swig of something here. I won't say what you it is. take
0: your swig, and now it is
1: Andy Andy's <sighs> yes. poem poem, poem What and the my poem is titled what I love. Oh, what I love. I love my wife of almost 30 years, Ooh. Suzanne. I love my sons, Nolan and Zach. I love my soon to be daughter in law, Carissa. I love Zach and Carissa's dogs, Bravo and Erwin. I love, I love the Green Bay Packers. I love. Brett Lorenzo Fav, gunslinger Iron Man, playmaker, football lover. I love Aaron Charles Rogers, open heart surgeon, dissecting defenses, brain surgeon, smartly cerebral in nature, rocket scientist with his skill set and accuracy. Um, so, John, that was my poem. That is my poem. Um, uh, who did I did omit? Who did I omit in that? I don't one know. I if love? You love me? I don't know if you love me. <laughs> well, I could have kept going on, John. You know, I love you. I said that oh, last podcast. Or was that the podcast know. before? You, um, you know, we love each other.
0: Yeah, you bet, you buddy. Um, how about? Um, oh, let's see who else. Uh, well, not Vince Lombardi. That's a, that's a given uh how about um charles did you already say charles uh woodson or i mean no, charles well woodson. i love i
1: love him? charles woodson i think he's awesome okay yeah
0: no yeah. I, I think that i think that's i think that's good
1: okay so, um, so the one person when I, in my poem what i love the perfect person to put in there would have been jordan love
0: Mm-hmm. So the
1: question is, why did I did I omit him, uh, John? Do you have any reason why I omitted him? You know, I I don't know what. Well, I, I omitted him at the moment is because uh, Jordan Love. You know what makes Jordan Love special? I don't know what that is yet. Mm-hmm. And so once I love whatever that is that's special about him, then I will put him in my poem. As of now, I can't put him in the poem, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so yeah. I kind of given you guys, everybody out there, uh, indication of where I stand with him being the franchise quarterback, indirectly from that poem yeah. that I just wrote, because he's not in there, right? Yeah. So what mm-hmm. makes him a franchise quarterback uh, like Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers? What do we love about him? What uh, you know? We, we want him to be our quarterback, right? If we really want him to be our quarterback, he's special and whatnot, then you would love him for certain characteristics or what he does for yeah. the team, what he does mm-hmm. on the, on the playing field. Right. I couldn't come up with a whole lot of things yet. Yeah. So sure. um, that's where I'm at with that. So John, do you have any comments on, on that? And does that answer no. the first, first question that you asked me about, yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. I, I mean just really just really quickly I think Jordan Love showed me yesterday is that yes, he he can come back. And he, you know, he has showed that um a couple times, but just when we could have this a whole different episode, but just really quickly, what made Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers was Right? He had the it factor. Yes. Uh, Bread far. Bread far. Juice. He had ju- whatever. Juice. like Juice. It. Whatever. Plenty. In, in our past episode, I believe, we, we talked about, I think it was episode 47 and 48. It could have been 49. But anyway, check those episodes out. Andy and I both agree. What's the it? What's the juice? What's the, you know, like I was watching just, just really quickly. Uh, this is a Packer podcast, but I was watching highlights of CJ Stroud with the Houston Texans. Uh huh. And does he have it? I yes. mean, he's. Uh, and if you don't believe me, and you're not, eh, I don't care about Houston, Texas. It doesn't matter. Go and watch it. He has it, and will that stay? I don't know. I think there's two definitions of it. One, can he do a consistency? A consistently over and over and over, not only in a game, a season and years. Like Patrick Mahomes is going to eventually say, I'm the best because I've done it for 15 years and I've won eight Super Bowls in those 15 years. Okay. All right. Who's to argue with him, right? Uh, but right now, I just don't know.
1: Um, yeah. I'll chime in for a second, John. Yeah, go I mean, ahead. CJ yeah. Stroud uh again he, they're looking at him as a possible even MVP candidate uh yeah. rookie of the year for sure yeah. and this is his first year yeah. Jordan Love has been learning has had some tutelage from the best Aaron Rogers right and he's this is his fourth season again yeah. and so again you've got a got a great player like CJ Stroud that just comes right in you had a player like we played last weekend Justin Herbert his first game, he got thrust in there because right before the game started, um, it might have even been during the game, he got thrust in there because because uh, one of the players that was in there, the uh, quarterback, I can't remember his name. He's hurt again for the Giants. Um, he punctured his lung because some one, some of the – Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor because one of the staff actually went in there was trying to do something, and they <laughs> punctured his lung. Whoops. So, basically, he had, he was thrust into a situation where he had to play Patrick Mahomes, yeah, Mahomes. and the Kansas City Chiefs. He was thrust into a situation yeah, where wow. yeah. right in the game. I mean, yeah. can you believe that? Mm. With no preparation. And he played phenomenal that game. I yeah, watched that entire game. So, all I'm saying is there's some players, like John just said, that yeah. have the it. Be it factor one of them is Justin Herbert, one of them is CJ Stroud, yeah. Um, as of now, but yeah, as of now, we'll see about his sophomore campaign too, yeah.
0: We'll see that with CJ Stroud,
1: but yeah, well, let's move on to question number two. Sure, question
0: number two with Ask Andy is Matt LaFleur going to keep his job? 100% yes. Really. okay, yes. tell me.
1: Um well, first of all, his his successful winning record is undeniable, irrefutable. Uh, he himself has seemed to have turned a corner. Hmm. and he has seemed to find a way to connect better with his younger with his young players, especially on offense, and get his side of the ball right. It's taken a little bit of time, but at least he's worked on it. It seems like it's getting better. Um, He will keep his job. uh, He will keep it by firing some of his assistants, I hope, that will develop these young players and, and put them in situations to succeed. So if he fires some of those coaches and gets some new blood in there, new coaches in there, uh, that can relate to the younger players, I think that's going to help him succeed and help the team succeed as well, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then the last thing, uh, you know, the team has shown enough growth so far to give Matt LaFleur another season. Uh, they are in the playoff hunt, John. I'm about to go through some stats. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we had like the best week ever when it was was uh, in regards to the teams that were vying with us for positions for the playoffs uh, in the N- uh, in the NFC. So we'll talk oh, yeah. about that a little bit later in the playoffs. Uh,
0: oh, yeah. we
1: <laughs> so uh so John, any, any comment on that? Are you did, do you agree with me um, on that? I I don't think there's a chance uh, to get fired. I don't think there's a I, chance. I,
0: I'm going, this. I'm not gonna say 10%. I'm going to say 100%. percent i am going to gonna say 95%. And the okay. reason why is because man, I, I just have a feeling. That Goody and I I don't know the guy, but I think Goody doesn't like that his players that he has in there are not developing fast enough. And that is not on LaFleur. What's on LaFleur, which we've already talked about numerous times, is getting everybody on the same page, right? These ridiculous penalties. These and, and what happened the first play of the game? First play of the game, he's yeah. on Nixon, gets it down to midfield. By the way, there's a face mask, and the refs missed it. Stupid, yep. Anyway, gets down there, and then guess what? One of one of our uh players, and I can't remember the guy, he's we the
1: guy, pardon we'll me, talk about it later.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it later.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Dallin, De- and,
0: and when he yep. came over to the side, now this is kind of where I say it's. You know, I, I, why 95%? Because as soon as that player came over to the sidelines, LeFleur was in his grill. I mean, he was like, what are you doing? You should know, but you could see he was using colorful language. <laughs> you could see him just looking at And the guy, the player was like, oh, I didn't do it. You know, I blah, blah, blah. And yeah, he did. I mean, when you look back at it, the guy was covering his ass. And that's okay. You can do that. But what I liked about that is he's holding people accountable. Okay? if Like, as a dad, we use a dad here. If you do not hold your children accountable, they're going to go out in life and get the uh, A-S-H-I-T kicked out of them. All right? And me and Andy uh, and, and my buddy Kurt, we're all good fathers because you know why? Because I know we hold our kids accountable. I know we do because we talk to each other and they're like, oh man, I wouldn't, <laughs> you know, we got of like, oh, I don't know if I let him do that. And they're like, okay, well, this is what I said. or This is what, you know, my child said or my son said, uh, you know, so that is a key to a good coach holding people accountable. And we've talked about that in other past episodes. Hey, if yeah. you can play, you're going to play. If you're going to make mistakes and be part of the problem, you're not going to play. Okay, so or, or you're cut, or you're cut, <laughs> right? Yep. So I would. I only reason, like I said, is ninety five percent because I just think Goody has in the back of his mind. He, he you know, people get enamored with young assistants, and like the the uh, offensive um, coordinator at Detroit, he is like the bell of the ball right now. He's the hot girl at the school because <laughs> everyone's looking at him because the. Detroit Lions are like they're good. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're really hitting two. Yeah, and they came down from 14 points, I believe, in the fourth quarter now. It's against the Bears, but still 14 points in the fourth quarter to win that game, that's still impressive. I, I you know, I'll just say that's impressive, and and that's fine. So everybody's looking at that guy. And if you don't think Goody's going, huh. That hot girl looks good to me. Lafleur's a little bit aged; got some wrinkles on him. I'm not sure if I want well, him. Hire ah.
1: Detroit's uh, offensive coordinator, then. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And, but the thing is, here's the thing: if you do that, you're starting over again. Jordan Love's got to l- learn true. a whole new, whole new offensive plan. Your D- offensive guys got to learn all, all new offense again. The yep. players got to get used to the coaches. The coaches got to get used to the players. Yeah. No.
1: And how has how has that turned out for Justin yeah. Herbert? Yeah, he's had yeah. several head coaches. Yeah, he's had several offensive coordinators, a uh, revolving yeah. carousel for him, yeah. and that has not helped him. It has not helped him succeed at all. And
0: it doesn't. It doesn't help anybody. No. If you're if you're on your fourth coordinator and you've been in the NFL five years. I'm going to guess that you're probably stunted at quarterback. That's why Mahomes is still an excellent quarterback cuz he's had Andy Reid forever. <laughs> and Andy Reid has caught his place forever. So that's why they're still good. And sure uh he, he's in Washington right now but Andy Reid is the guy who stirs the coffee over there. Come on, let let's be honest. And you know Yep. Once Andy Reid goes, that's where you're going to see what type of quarterback Mahomes is. That's where you're going to see if he's still upper echelon. And I don't know if he is or he's going to be, but that's kind of a, be careful. So anything else before I move to the next question?
1: Yeah. And the chargers, if you can believe this, John, have the same record that we do, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and a lot of, a lot of prognosticators, a lot of so-called experts had had them going deep into the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. And they're Whoops. sitting at four and six and looking, looking outside, outside but, looking in. And actually I, we're in better position they, than they are to make the playoffs <laughs> at four and six, which I'll get into later. So, uh, yeah.
0: By the way, the Jets have the same record as us too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course they do. They, they actually,
0: have a are you sure they are four and
1: seven week? though? Are they four and six or four and seven? I don't know. I doesn't don't
0: matter. know it Doesn't matter. There's still
1: four wins. Yeah, they right? are. Yeah, but, yeah. You won't the see way, Rogers this year. You won't see him, even yeah. though they said.
0: By the way, Salah, he, why does he look like Lex Luthor? If you're a nerd like me, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> he looks like Lex Luthor. Yeah. Uh, you know, fighting the Justice League. Every time I see him, I go. Why does he look like Lex, Lex Luther? Anyway, yeah. So let's get to question three. Okay. Because of oh my God. And yeah, oh, because of <laughs> injuries to two of our running backs, Aaron Jones, knee, which I haven't heard, and Emmanuel Wilson's shoulder. I haven't heard if they're out, out for the nope. season. AJ nope. Dillon is lone healthy running back. So what do we do at running back, buddy? Andy, what do we do?
1: Well, it's already happening. Uh, the situation was handled today by Brian Gutekunst, our GM. All right, nice. He signed. He resigned. I'm sorry, a veteran running back, uh, James Robinson, to the practice squad. I think they just just gotten rid of him on November. Yeah, we just 12th. cut him. He's back. Uh, the Packers already now have two more running backs, uh, Robinson and Ellis maryweather i was going to look into ellis Merriweather. i have no idea who he is he probably won't even see the field but who know? who knows i'm sorry you'll have to look him up john breaking news john breaking news you can do the This just in the packers signed running back patrick taylor john you were asking about patrick taylor he's back to the active roster, the active roster off of New England's practice squad and released, cut, safety Dallin Lovett. By the way, Lovett was the the one with a holding and an unsportsmanlike Penalty, both two penalties on the same play during the opening kickoff Mm -hmm. against the Chargers. Instead of a 30 yard return by Keyshawn Nixon and great field position on our opening drive, the Packers started, uh, you know, at, at, uh, I think it was the five yard line. Uh, Again, thank you, Goody. Decisive. Mm -hmm. If you have stupid penalties, stupid, And that swing momentum, you're cut. Decisive, John. I I love it. I love it. Send a message to the team. Be smart. Be a good teammate. Perform on the field, and most importantly, represent the Packers organization. That's probably the most important thing, right? And uh, he got cut, John. comments on that so that's no so uh Judy took uh, care of the running back situation yeah so i gotta so really
0: really quickly really quickly ellis yeah. Merriweather. he's he played football at uh, massachusetts he has been with the new orleans saints practice squad and now he's on us Practice, practice squad, I
1: guess. So, so um, continuing on with my explanation of what Goody's yeah. been up to, with, with the Thanksgiving mm-hmm. Day game on tap against the Lions coming up in just a totally. few days, the Packers could choose to utilize their two-game day elevations. Then, that way, mm-hmm. they won't be forced to officially add anyone to the 53-man roster, which, in turn, would force them to cut a player or two. So, they, they did put... They did cut Dallin Lovett. They got Taylor in. Uh, they could take make two more additions if they wanted to without losing anybody off their roster. So that one of those two players might be another running back, John. Maybe it'll be yeah. Robinson. Who knows? Maybe mm-hmm. it'll be Merriweather. I don't know either. Uh, they don't mm-hmm. need four running backs. Mm-hmm. Uh, my guess is they might choose somebody. If Meriwether can play uh, special teams, maybe they would add him. I don't know. But um, yeah, according to Paul Brettel, of USA Today against a fierce Lions pass rush that bullied the Packers O Lion in week four, pressuring Love on 50% of his drawbacks. Having a run game to lean on will be a must this time around if the offense is going to find success. A capable rushing attack can help open up opportunities in the pass game and help the offense out of predictable second and third and long situations end quote. So we're going to need to run the ball, John. So what Goody did was the right thing. So hopefully that answers your question too. Uh, So what would I do though? What would I do at running back? What
0: would Andy do?
1: This is what I would do. Number one, I would not resign AJ Dillon unless Hmm. it's on a very team friendly deal. Okay. He will be the lead back on Thursday. He needs to prove to me and everybody else by the way that he can, that he can be the one for the packers to win he's going to have to put big a big uh put up a big stat line to the tune of uh you know say 25 rushing attempts 100 yards and a touchdown or two um that's asking a lot i know but that's the first thing uh he's going to have to put up a sh- or shut up basically in this game we need him right second thing yes, we do. what would i do uh, even though I love Aaron Jones, I had love Aaron Jones and and love that he loves the Packers organization, I would cut ties with him. Mm. And this is why. Uh, in running back years, he's old. He has proven time and time again that he's a turnover machine, a turnover prone in the postseason and he's too pricey. even though he took a pay cut, he's still too pricey. So that's the second thing I would do. Third thing, I would, do, I would draft some running backs, of course. One yes. was speed and breakaway ability, which we would have to probably use a lot of draft capital on that. Yeah. One, a bruiser, great in short yardage situations and at the goal line. That's supposed to be Dylan, by the way. <laughs> and I would do that okay. in the 2024 draft. So if you pivot off a of Dylan, then you would have to get that, you know, that bruising running back, right? The one with the tree trunks for legs that he's supposed to be using. Yeah. Um, so again, those players are not going to have much mileage on the tires, so to speak. Uh cheap for the short term. In fact, I would devote probably 65 to 70% of the Packers' draft capital on offensive, offensive skill position players and offensive linemen, especially the left tackle position. John and I have talked about that, that in previous episodes. Yeah. And I think we're going to have to address that. John is spot on with that, and I agree with him hundred percent.
0: Yeah, we might be
1: able to get, get by with our right tackle. We might be able to move somebody like uh, Zach Tom to center, shift our line around, but we have to address the left tackle position. Super Bowl champions have a uh, t- usually like a top five uh, right. left tackle, and mm-hmm. that is one position that you have to have. And unfortunately, uh, we know who our uh, left tackle is, and we know that he probably won't be back. So. No. That's what I would do about the running back situation. John, any comments on that?
0: No, man, I love it. I love okay. it. So, okay. is there next question ask. Andy, is there any chance for the Packers to get to 500?
1: Um uh, realistically, no, John. Uh there are 17 games in a season. <laughs> Statistically, it's almost mathematically impossible to be 500 yeah. unless the Packers end up 8, 8, and 1. The odds are against them to have that exact rack, record, right? Um, I'm trying to be snotty, John. I know what you meant. You uh, meant I know. Like, I 8, know. eight, I eight know. 9, 9, I and 8. I should have said like the in the middle. record. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so so the answer actually to your question is yes. Uh, and here's why. Uh, you, you guys are not going to believe this. Packer fans out there, Packer Blitz fans, listen up. Yes, the Packers have a chance to be nine and eight and still make the playoffs. Okay. The Packers are four and six. John. Yep. Uh thought I thought it last year for a second. So the Packers are four and six. The Packers close out the season against the New York Giants. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, (laughs) the Carolina Panthers, the Minnesota Vikings, and the Chicago Bears, which have a combined record of, as of this taping or this podcast or whatever, this podcast, 17 and 36 (laughs) combined (laughs) records. Only one team of that group of NFC teams, all of them are NFC teams. Minnesota is six and five, and they lost last week. They're the only ones with a winning record. The Packers would have to win all five of those games, Mm, then mm. the Packers would be nine and eight. The NFC is so bad bad that that would get the Packers into the playoffs their record against nfc opponents would be 8 and 4 i'm factoring in another loss by the way to the to detroit on thanksgiving
0: yes <laughs>
1: plus they that. have already beaten the rams and new orleans teams in which they're vying for a playoff spot with so we already beat the rams and new orleans so we're we, we we're beat actually the
0: falcons
1: and we should have beat the Falcons, but we Man, didn't. Whatever. So we would have been 9-3 and three against the NFC, wouldn't we have, John? So yes, would, uh, uh. things in that respect are looking really good. We aren't going to win the division. That means we have no. to try to get into the playoffs any way we can. And that's by winning those last five games in a row. Run the table, so to speak. Almost like last year, John. <laughs> almost identical <laughs> to last year, right? Isn't that funny? That is so yeah, funny. That is funny. That is so funny. You're absolutely right. Yep. So any more questions for me that you got for me, John? No, any?
0: thank you, Andy. Okay. You did great. You did a really great job. So Packers won. Woo! Uh, 23-20 over the Los Angeles. Well, San Diego Chargers, I don't care. I'm still saying that. So do you want to do the keys to victory or should I? Do you need a break? Because then I can do that.
1: <laughs> um you're more than welcome if if you want to, John. Um I think uh I'll take the keys to the victory and maybe I'll let you pick okay. up after that if that's all right with you. Bet you. you buddy. So okay. I'll let you talk about the upcoming coming game that we okay. have against uh the Lions. The Lions. Right. Ooh, scary. So Packers win, Packers win, right? Uh 2320 over the uh San Diego Chargers, we want to say, right? <laughs> I, uh, yes. Yes, we want to really want to say that, but it's the Los Angeles char- Chargers. Uh so the keys to victory. Uh well, first thing, uh, maybe it was the throwback uniforms from the 1950s that they wore. Uh, we should try that again and again and again, right, John? Yeah, we should. Um, so second, second thing, running running back AJ Dillon was involved in the past game quite a bit. Uh running with grit and determination after the catch. Uh he made a few plays like he was dragging people for like 10 yards. Mm. So, um did a really great job and and he had four catches for 32 yards. So I figured I'd mention him again. He's been really stepping up. He didn't do that all all that great in the rushing game, but in the passing game he did. So that was pretty pretty awesome. Um this one uh is really really Uh, important. This was a key. Uh, Jaden Reed's star power was unleashed again. Uh, John loves Jaden Reed. Love him. (laughs) John. Love him. As of one week ago, and as Packers senior writer Wes Hotchkiewicz, I think it is, notes. a This is a quote from him. Reed has seven receptions of 30 plus yards this season, which ranks second in the NFL behind only Miami Dolphins MVP candidate, Tyreek Hill. He's got nine, by the way. Uh, End quote. Uh, Reed still has seven uh, after this past week. Uh, And Tyreek now has 11 uh, games in which, 11 receptions of which he's had 30 yards or more. However, Jaden did have an explosive run over 30 yards, didn't he, John? 30 oh, plus yard run, yeah. for the touchdown, actually. So I count that. <laughs> so, but yeah, he's second to Tyreek. I don't know if he still is after the last game, but he was the game before after the Pittsburgh game. Yeah. So, I mean, that's he's in company with Tyreek Hill. That's uh, crazy. Saying a lot. I know that is crazy. Well, this is crazy too. According to Christopher Klein of fansided.com is a quote from him. Reed is not only catching the ball further downfield than his Green Bay contemporaries at 10.4 yards before catch per reception. So that's when he's receiving, getting the ball 10.4 yards, but he's racking up yards after the catch, which is 4.4 yards after the catch per reception. That's yak. Yeah. Reed averages more yards before the catch than Tyreek Hill Ooh. and Jamar Chase wow. and AJ Brown and C D Lamb. Ed oh Cole. man. Those are Mic drop. guys. Mic drop. Mike. Unbelievable. That is unbelievable. Yes, that is unbelievable. He's in company with those great and awesome players. In the, <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> what just happened <laughs> it's like those in, what? in the Chargers win. He led the Packers with 46 yards rushing and added another 46 yards catching. That's pretty, pretty consistent, isn't it? It's yeah, pretty even. Uh Matt LaFleur got him more involved in the run game and, and he scored again on a long uh, rushing touchdown on a reverse, by the way, Luke Musgrave, John Luke Musgrave mm-hmm. took out two Charger defenders <laughs> on one block. Did you see that? It's kind I of did. like Lazard last year where he took out three. I think that was in the Miami game. Yeah, that but, was in the Miami okay. game where he took
0: down three so
1: days. he took out two defenders on the play to spring read ar- down the sideline and around the corner. Um, yeah. so that was pretty awesome. I figured I'd bring that up. So great job, Luke Musgrave. He's been awesome for us too.
0: Oh, my gosh, yeah.
1: So another key to the victory, Dontavian Wicks mm-hmm. uh, got open several times over the middle and made some really clutch catches. John, I know that you said that he was just a backup or whatever. Um, yeah. Maybe your thoughts have changed on that. However, yeah, he's playing bit. like he may be more of a like a number three wide receiver and needs to be out on the field more, by the way. Uh, more than like a like a four or a five or somebody at the end of the bunch. Uh, Wicks led the Packers in receiving yards uh, with 91 yards. Unbelievable. John. So yeah,
0: that's unbelievable.
1: Another key, the fifth key that I came up with was Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson both had wide open <laughs> touchdown grabs. Yeah. Wide open, John. You you know I know Packer fans know that doesn't happen a whole lot. That they were wide open. Dobbs, yeah. was usually getting up with concussed catches, Woo. and Christian can't succeed in that environment no, anymore. No. They, he could last year, but he but he stinks mm-hmm. at it this year. So he mm-hmm. was wide open. Yeah, on that on that touchdown that he had. And supposedly, this is off the subject, but our tight ends coach or something came up with that little wrinkle came up
0: with the play. Yeah, that got
1: him open. That's what I'm talking about. That's Having. That's right, having uh, coaches that come up with with game plans and then uh, Lafleur listening to his coaches and implementing it and then executing it. Yes. Having the players execute the plan. So, yeah, he was wide open. Um, Sixth thing, the Packers, there's so many things. It is such a great job. (laughs) Um, The Packers D made stops in the red zone. The Chargers were the number two. They were the second best offense in the NFL scoring touchdowns in the red zone. They were down there several times and had to settle for field goals. They turned the ball over uh, down there as well, a fumble by Austin Eckler. Uh, It was a good all-round team effort by the Packers defense. Uh, John, I saw really nobody, (laughs) nobody that deserved a game ball on defense, but We'll talk about mm-hmm. that in a second. If you have we'll a defensive about... player of the game, let me know. I mm-hmm. I looked at the stats. Kind I looked of. at the game. Kind Nobody of. jumped out to me as, as one player that deserved it more than the others. Yeah, so. kind of. Seven, seventh thing, the Packers took advantage of costly penalties yes. and mistakes by the Chargers to continue drives. <laughs>
0: oh
1: Give God. the Packers credit where credit is due. The Chargers yeah. self-destructed. The They're Packers good. won because they took advantage of that. That's what good teams do. Actually, Correct. so I know Correct. they're four and six, but this is hopefully a turn for the better that uh they're starting to take advantage of those situations and those mistakes by the opposing team. Right. Now I've got the best for last, John. Jordan Love Ooh. was fantastic. He spread the love and hit ten different pass <laughs> catchers. Yeah. Ten. Yeah. yeah ten. There we go. There we go. He was efficient and patient, again, just like last game. He was able to elude pressure and get off accurate throws. He was decisive on throws, especially yes. over the middle, yes, yes, where you yes. have to be. You can't screw around. You got to make sure you get the ball out, get them out when they're they're open, and then make sure you hit them with the pass. And he did that. <laughs> He hit uh, Wicks and Reed on big-time (laughs) roads over the middle. Uh, When he had time, he carved up the Chargers secondary for big plays. Uh, Jordan put an end to the second-longest active streak, 27 games of games without 300 yards of passing in the NFL prior to Sunday. So the Packers had a, had a streak of 27 games, even with Aaron Charles Rodgers, It was his first game, Jordan Love's first game with 300-plus yards as a pro quarterback. He ended up with a magnis- magnificent stat line. John, listen to this. 27 mm. to 40 passes, that's pretty mm. good, at 8.1 yards per attempt, which is his high for him. For 322 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. So I've got a Packers Blitz dual offensive players of the game. I've got Jordan Love and Jaden Reed. Both. Hey, I couldn't decide, baby! I couldn't look hot tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Adam Sandler?
0: Uh, I'm not really sure, okay. but it's looking hot tonight, baby.
1: Okay, yeah. So I've got both of them. If you know i was leaning probably more toward jordan love but i couldn't really choose between them so i so any comment on that that's I, who i've got for the awesome
0: i i agree wholeheartedly now can we bottle this <laughs> and just take it to detroit and yeah. further because right. this game this yeah. game this game really said to me okay all right now now and Here's the thing. At the Pittsburgh game, I was like, okay, we made some mistakes and there were some crappy ref calls. The ref, by the way, side note, the referees are getting worse. They keep making some calls that you're just like, are are you on this planet? But we'll talk about that whenever. Uh, They're better than the replacement reps, the refs, but not much. Uh, But what I'm, what did we talk about on all these episodes that it's like ad nauseum to our fans out there, Packers, Blitz, and Packer fans? Growth, okay? Growth. Just that's what we want to see. You know, win, lose, yeah, that's okay, but growth. And even though I'm not a fan of some of the announcers, uh, especially they stuck us with uh, on Sunday, I couldn't remember who they were. But anyway, they did make sense for once. And they were saying decisive, decisive. And his the, the announcers' main things were what Matt LaFleur said was if, if if you're decisive and it works, great. If you're decisive and it doesn't work, the point is you're decisive. And that's what I saw from him. He would get back there and on most plays, ball's gone. I threw it. You know, and usually it worked out pretty well. There were a couple of times where he got sacked where he you see he was trying to go through some progressions and stuff, and you're just like,
1: Yep, three times run. he got sacked. You're, yeah, yeah. You're right. So
0: run, run or throw it out of bounds. That that is, <laughs> Get rid that of is it. yeah, right? right? Just just run or throw it out of bounds because that's what Herbert did, and he was crushing us with that. Where he would look, oh nobody's open, I'm taking off. And he ran, like, a couple times for, like, 20 or 30 yards against us. And I'm like, yes!
1: He had uh, eight carries for 73 yards, John.
0: Yeah, so... (laughs) He led them in rushing. (laughs) So you have a side note on there. So I don't want to steal your thunder.
1: Before we we go to that, um, I'm going to... I'm going to ask you, before you answer my question, which I'm going to ask you who okay. you thought the Packers defensive player of the game was, Okay. Um, before you do that, I think I'm going to convince you not to have one. So uh, oh, Keenan Allen had 10 receptions for 116 yards and a touchdown. He could have had more than that. He had a few passes yeah, in the end zone pissed. or near the yeah. end zone that plunked okay. him right in the chest, didn't it? Yes. And so he could have had an even better day. That's yeah. one playmaker that you got to try to eliminate yeah. as best you can. And they did not. Yeah. Like I just said, Justin Herbert ran eight times for 73 yards. He never runs. He so that means run. they weren't even well, containing him. Yeah. He was yeah. running wild. Uh, yeah. He had 260 yards, a couple touchdowns. Justin Herbert did. So, um, and then, you know, another key cog is Austin Eckler. He looked mm. slow. He had that run run around the outside that we didn't set the edge. I think that was Preston yeah. Smith or something. It's like because yeah, I was texting you, John, set the edge.
0: And yeah, we looked screaming with te- low
1: tex- on that play. Almost yeah, yeah. washed up. He had mm. 10 carries for 64 yards. 6.4 yeah, yards a carry carry. Seriously. So you're their top three playmakers on offense. You couldn't even stop. So that's yeah, yeah. that's kind of my my point. I was looking at some of the stats, and I was looking at some of the players. I don't know. Um, I I understand the game was close, but the Chargers lost the game. <laughs> if you look at some of the statistics, no, yeah, 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 it's because dope. they've done this a lot. That their their team just cannot finish games and win games. They lose a lot of close games. So, yeah. but. And not to take anything away from the Packers, they played really well. But do you have a defensive player of the game?
0: Yeah. So can I give an honorable
1: mention? Sure.
0: Can I just do an honorable mention? Go
1: right ahead. Yeah. Corey
0: Ballantyne. I like this kid. I I think he played and still plays with Reckless Abandoned. And now that's good. That's bad. (laughs) But he's never never faked. Like, you know, uh, a couple of times, well, more than a couple of times, he got burned. And he was like, Okay, right back up. Here I come. And he's always in people's faces and he's always talking, which yeah, okay, be careful. Um, <laughs> but I just really like him because he he just seems to he he seems to really take over because to be honest, I, I don't think my boy Jair is going to play this year. And if he does, it's going to be in a limited and he probably get hurt again. So you need somebody who has that brashness and could and do, you know, he just needs a little more skills. But that's, I would give honorable mention. And my other honorable mention would be Kenny Clark. So Kenny Clark, yes, he yes. batted down the fourth down. Okay, he did that. And also, he caused the fumble, the fumble. in the red zone Eklers. against Eckler. Yep. So, those are my two honorable mentions. Yep. I, for I didn't even know <laughs> the, when they brought back, uh, you know, like Isaiah McDuffie. Oh, Isaiah, buddy, I like you, but get some speed in the offseason because he just does not have speed. He's a great tackler, but it, the, oh, boy. They get around him, and you're like, "Oh no!" He, he's a it, great,
1: he's a great backup, John. He, and he is. His PFF grade actually hasn't been all that bad, considering yeah. a lot of our team's PFF grades,
0: uh, yeah, pro football yeah.
1: focus grades. So he, he hasn't I, been that bad. I love,
0: I love his heart out there. He's you can see that he's really giving it his all. Yes, but.
1: Uh, yeah, not enough. <laughs> and he does make some plays in the backfield, he does, and he is he a spectacular. But yeah, I know it's a speed thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, he's so, out a Quay Walker. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, you know yeah, Just, just. I didn't even know Quay Walker was out there. Is he must be hurt really yeah, bad? Because he only had like I didn't like, even know he was out there.
1: Yeah, I think he only had like five <laughs> tackles. Usually, he's yeah. got like ten. He 15. He normally has
0: ten to nineteen tackles. Yeah. And he had yeah. five. But come right. on, something's yep. going
1: on. Yeah, they might have been rotating he, him in. Who knows? I I don't know, but I I yeah, didn't notice know, anything. I, that I, did.
0: Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know he was out there right. until I said, "Oh, there he is," because you can't miss him. He's a big guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so before we talk about the upcoming game, and we're yeah. gonna try to get out of here within an hour, um, just a quick side note. Uh, this has to do with Jordan Love and Justin Herbert. So Chargers quarterback. Justin Herbert was also selected in the first round of the 2020 NFL Draft. His numbers were almost identical to Jordan Love for the game, the game that we just played this last weekend. Packers fans, let's be realistic. Jordan Love is not Justin Herbert. Herbert has been much better statistically this year. Plus, he was thrust into starting right away and has performed admirably like we talked about. Justin needs, just needs a new head coach, <laughs> uh, Staley needs to get fired, um, with an offensive pedigree, a new coach with an offensive pedigree and stability with his offensive position co- coaches, which we talked about before a little bit, John, any comment on that? So yeah, it's kind of interesting. They both came out the same year, but Justin's been starting right from the start. So he's this no. is what his fourth, fourth year starting. No. For them, yep. So.
0: and he just signed a huge contract in the office, huge. so he's not going anywhere. Huge, yeah, yep. he's not going anywhere.
1: Nobody so John, wants that contract. So, John, I'll I'll yep. let you take part four, and okay. I'll take a little we'll break and let you talk for a little sounds while. Sounds
0: good, sounds good. Okay, so upcoming game Thursday, 11 23, 11 30 on Fox Ford Field, Detroit. This is this is insane, people. You'll never ever Hear this again. And if you do, we really suck. Uh, Detroit is seven and a half point favorites. Yeah. Wow. The over and under is 47. Yep. 84% of the fans think the Lions will win. <laughs> and the Lions are making history. And it is the first time since JFK was president that the Lions are eight and two,
1: um, which is John, by the way. John F. Kennedy. John F. Kennedy.
0: That John is F. Ken- 19- That's early 60- 60-
1: sixty. <laughs> Early 60s,
0: five long time ago.
1: Yeah, the Lions
0: Lions defeated the Bears last week in dramatic fashion 31 26. The Bears were up 28 14 with 422 go in the fourth, and the Lions then scored 17 unanswered points. Fire their coach, by the way. Uh, I think Bear fans would agree with me. Um. And that reminds me, oh, no, 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 no. We are not bringing that up,
1: Andy. <laughs> oh, nope. come on. No. Let's do it. That's I tricked you, John, didn't I? No. I tricked right. you.
0: Uh, okay. NFC Championship game against the Seahawks. Suck Hawks. By the way, that's a conspiracy. I don't believe that happened. So the Bears still suck. They're 3-8. and eight. I was so worried we were going to lose this game that I go, we can't be tied with the Bears. We just can't. So the Vikings losing, uh, uh, losing are now six and five. Uh, The Lions are running away with the division, uh, eight and two to capture their first NFC North crown in thirty years,
1: three decades. So
0: Lions fans, let's put it this way: if your child was born (laughs) thirty years ago. This is the first time that they can hold their head up high and say, guess what? (laughs) So the Lions are offensive juggernaut. That's what I've said about their offensive coordinator is the hot girl in school right now. Everybody wants him. Uh, They're six in points scored, 27.2 second in yards per game, 420.9, six in pass yards per game, 274.3. Fifth in rushing yards per game, 136.6. They have skilled position players, hey, all over the place, which, duh, if you suck so long, you got to get it right. (laughs) Uh, Wide receiver Antonio St. Brown, a great player. I love this kid. He's a great, great player. Former Bears running back David Montgomery. Uh, He's back from leg injury. First round running back Jameer Gibbs, speed to burn. Second round tight end Sam Laporta. I Like Sam Laporte, but I still Iowa. he's from Iowa, which is a tight end factory. Um, here's the thing about him I still think Luke uh, Musgrave is better. That's my opinion. I still think he's better anyway. But he's uh, Laporte is doing very well,
1: yeah. Uh, I, w- I wish John that we would have uh drafted the other St. Brown, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Saint Brown. I know, okay. I know, Instead <laughs> Yeah, when okay. it should've, we should have yeah. got him. He was there. I was Jared off. Goff has been very good again this season with a 96.1 quarterback rating. The offensive line is very well balanced and efficient in both run and pass game. The Lions defense is okay. They give up about 23 points a game, which is 22nd in the league. Even the yes. Packers defense is ranked higher. 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 At, at the 20.2 per game. Yes. The sixth. Foot seven inch tall and the second pick of the 2022 20, draft. Defensive line defensive lineman Aiden Hutchinson is a game record on defense. By the way, Detroit fans, you better pay him, or you're screwed. You are so screwed if you do not pay this guy. Yeah. Uh, he will have to be accounted for. He has one and a half sacks against the slot. Oh, he was a wrecking machine. He yeah, was. Last he was time. we read the we read the stat line, and I can't remember the stat line, but Andy and I were laughing because we couldn't believe this guy had like sacks and a, a force fumbles and tackles for loss he was destroying us and i'm just like oh boy so the packers <clears throat> according to bill huber of
1: sports, sports illustrated
0: the packers are as close to a spot in the 2023 playoffs as to a top five pick in the 24 2024 NFL draft. The Packers are now 4 and 6 and and at number 9 with seven teams with four wins. The draft order is of course fluid. The Packers zoomed all the way from 11th to 8th in, <laughs> in the in the and in the yes. NFC playoff rankings. What yes. do you think of that, Andy?
1: We're 8th in the NFC Crazy. playoff rankings. Yes.
0: Crazy. Yep. So with the Packers winning and the Vikings
1: losing, <laughs> Vikings, Vikings. I figured Vikings. I'd mention that again. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You suck. <laughs> uh, the Packers are the only w- a game and a half out of the final playoff spot. The teams yeah. near or ahead of the Packers in the playoff battle for those last car, last wild card spots, all lost. So like in all of them. Week. The Commanders, the Bucks, the Rams, the Vikings, the Suckhawks, all lost. So there is no bad news. Nope, we've had a perfect week for the pair, uh, Packers' playoff chances. Yes. So now I will switch this to you. Any thoughts on the Packers? Uh, it's a short week, a uh, young team. What do you think?
1: I I like uh, what I'm seeing from some of your younger players. So I do. I hope they continue that trend upward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I'm liking what I'm seeing, especially on offense. I think our defense has got to step up though, uh, because we're gonna have mm-hmm. to cover some of those guys and stop oh, the run. And they're Absolutely. gonna be again on, on uh forward field uh, turf, right? Yeah, so we yeah. better play fast and we better make tackles, otherwise they're gonna be running all over us. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um all right yeah.
0: prediction t- time, Andy.
1: Yeah, I've got the Lions winning, John, uh 37-23 over the Packers. Mm. So, my uh thoughts on that. Yeah, go ahead. Is that the Lions uh scored 31-20, 42-26, 20, 31 points at home in 2024, mm. which is about 30 points a game. And I think they're actually going to because they've really been trending up. I think they're going to score more than that against us, so I got them at 37. The Packers, away from Lambeau, uh, have scored 38, 24, 13, 17, and 19, which averages out to about what their average is, 22 points a game. Uh, so I've got them scoring a little bit more than that, and I've got them scoring 23 points because I think Andrews Carlson is mm-hmm. probably going to kick like three field goals. So I've got yeah, them yeah. losing to the Lions. I said that even before the season started.
0: Yeah. I just
1: think on a short yep. short week, short week, I, I think they're going to lose, and I've got them going yeah, yeah. down 37-23. 30, uh, I was totally wrong about last week. We were totally uh,
0: wrong. We were both, both totally
1: wrong, and we're we were not right. <laughs> we were wrong and we were happy that we were wrong. And well, we Packers love won. being wrong. We love being wrong. Yeah.
0: So, um, the Lions uh, are going to win this game, unfortunately. My prediction is Lions 31, Packers 24. I am excited about one thing. Jared Goff had, I think, three interceptions, uh, but they had like four turnovers and they won the game, which is. Is good and is bad. Now remember, usually if you turn over have more than three turnovers a game, you, you're gonna lose that game. Usually, not all the time, but I would say 80% of the time you're gonna lose that game. I could be off and on the stats. But if the Packers, this is a big if, if they get to Jared Goff, which Andy and I said in the first game when we played the lines, they could get Jared Goff off his spot. You harass him all game long. You knock him around. You have a chance, but if you don't, <laughs> this is going to happen. Thirty-one or thirty-seven points are going to be, or more, are going to be scored against you. So,
1: and you are correct, John. Four yeah. turnovers last game against the Bears, and
0: um, the one that Bob game. Had
1: three interceptions Three game.
0: interceptions. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: you are correct. Now,
0: if we if we do that. If we get three interceptions, I don't know. I give us a chance. You're saying there's a chance. So all right. So very interesting fact. Andy, you want to take this one?
1: Yeah, I forgot to bring this up last time, so I figured I'd bring it up. The Steelers That's who true. beat the Packers two weeks ago are the first team. Very interesting. They're mm-hmm. the first team since 1940 to <laughs> 1940 to have a Winning record, despite being outgained in each of their first nine games of the season, make that 10 games now. Cleveland outgained them 259, 259 yards to 249 yards, John. So it actually might be, you know, that might not be accurate, but it's been a long time since a team has done that. And mm. so now it's 10 games in a row that they have not outgained Their opponent and have a winning record. So the Steelers, I believe, are six and four right now.
0: Yeah, six and four.
1: Um, So, John, if we could could have won that Uh, game a couple weeks ago against the Steelers, just over a week ago, the Packers would mm -hmm. be at five hundred. Remember, we had that Mm -hmm. you question you asked me: Can we get to five hundred? We would have been at five (laughs) hundred. We would have been five and five. You wouldn't even had to say, you know, ask me that question. Um, So. The question is, are we going to be 500 at the end of the season? Are we going to be eight and nine, nine and eight? If we can get to nine and eight, we got a distinct possibility we might make the playoffs. Woo. So, yeah.
0: All right, buddy. So, That's awesome. So, Take let's, us home. let's
1: wrap this up. Let's wrap this 50th episode up. Uh, I'm ecstatic that my sons, uh, Zach and Nolan, had a great time at the Packers game yesterday at Lambeau Field. It was heartwarming for me to see the happiness and excitement they both had. I'm afraid that this Thursday that the Packers are going to be gobbled up (laughs) by the 8-2 Lions. In fact, the Lions are going to rip the stuffing Mm. out of them. John, Packers fans, those are references to Thanksgiving. Succulent turkey meat and ferocious lions. So, John, uh, happy 50th episode. Uh, John, Packers Blitz fans, Packer fans, and everyone out there, have a very joyous and merry Thanksgiving, everybody, and happy Thanksgiving.
0: Yes, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy the game anyway. Enjoy the football. Because, you know, who never you never know. Uh, but anyway, again, listen to us uh, at your favorite podcast sites, uh, Spotify, YouTube, Apple, and rate us five stars, hit subscribe, uh, and, of course, Go Pack Go! Go Pack Go! Later, buddy. Love you. Have a happy turkey day.
1: You too, John.